This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for hanging out with us, Hour 2, Lori and Julia on My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. But we got a lot to get to, a lot of productiveness to happen this Tuesday afternoon. Right, Lori and Julia? Have either one of you two seen the movie Prey, P-R-E-Y, on Hulu that's part of the Predator franchise? Takes place like 17th century Native American. I mean, it really turns the whole. It's not what you think of when you think of Predator, that movie. You know, did you ever see that movie way back when? Your boys didn't. Wasn't uh, Jesse Ventura and? Oh yeah, yeah, I, yeah. It's kind of a great movie. movie for what it is. It's a great popcorn movie. And anyway, Casey watched. Uh, pray right uh, without me. I was out of town, and everyone is talking about this movie. It's on Hulu, and because it's a female protagonist, and it was uh, anyway. But there was this, the other person in this um, movie, so people love it. Um, but the breakout, other breakout star besides the woman who's the our main protagonist and hero is a dog named Coco, which they're calling the Meryl Streep of um, Hollywood dogs. Hysterical. Because Coco was adopted just to do the movie, and her role was much smaller. But when test audiences saw the movie, they they responded so well that the director added more scenes for Coco the dog. I know. She's the sidekick and best friend of Nauru, played by Amber Midthunder, and um, the dog is Naru's most trusted companion and accompanies her when she goes out on hunts. And eventually she becomes a key part of um, Naru, who's Comanche, uh, fight against the predator mm-hmm. played by this other guy. So anyway, um, but Coco, uh, her story was revealed by the Fulton County Animal Services in Fulton, Georgia. They said Coco came into their care mm-hmm. at the beginning of 2021 and they were thrilled to find out that their former resident has hit the big time. Fans have been calling her the Meryl Streep of dogs. And she did not have any prior movie training. So this makes her debut in this movie even more impressive and was adopted by her family specifically for this project. Oh, I know. So yeah. that's kind of cute. Yeah. And um, she just thought she was getting on a getting a new home, and she embarked on a whole new career. She's a doggy movie star, and we don't know who adopted her, but anyway, a um, doggy movie star, a doggy movie star, and um, yeah. So um, Amber Mid Thunder in an interview said Coco was a hot mess because she'd never been on a movie set before or anything like that, and 
anyway, so I'm glad the movie's doing well. It's nice that a 35-year-old movie can have new life, breathed into it by two female leads. And Casey loved it. Yeah, he said it was really good. Mm-hmm. People are saying it's the, maybe the best Predator movie of all time. Wow. Yeah. So, anyway, Coco. Coco the Coco. The Meryl Streep of Dog. She was just in a shelter just a mere year ago, you guys. And look at what happened. Look what happened. Now she's a star. Now she's a star. Oh, oh my gosh. So, uh, and, you know, by all accounts, people are really liking Prey if you have Hulu, and that's P-R-E-Y. And then I got... Did you? My new Vanity Fair yesterday, my September issue. Okay, this is supposed to be that. Is this the Hollywood issue or what's on the cover? Well, the September issue is usually a Hollywood person. That's okay. A big name because you think of Vanity Fair, you think of the Hollywood stories, you think of, you know, there's Toronto Film Festival, Mm -hmm. Venice Film. There's no lacking of people who would love to cover your Vanity Fair. So I'm all excited to get my Vanity Fair. Um, just, you know, I'm just, I'm just Radhika Jones, I, who took over for Graydon Carter, she brought a bunch of Entertainment Weekly in, weekly people, people in when okay. they got laid off to help at Vanity Fair. They have got to be losing their minds. And the on the cover of Vanity Fair is Lewis Hamilton behind the finish line. That's the cover? That's, That's the, the cover car, the of the driver? September issue. Yes, Julia. And uh, yeah. maybe half the people half of the people would know who Lewis Hamilton, the indie car race car driver is. Right? Hey, the Formula One guy. Formula One. Yes, there Formula you know. One. Yeah. Okay, so you know that, but I mean I they would have had so many people that could have starred in the September issue. And I looked at this magazine. I cannot you wouldn't know Hollywood existed. Okay, but and I, I have always you. counted on Vanity Fair to give me one Good juicy story. Hollywood story. Okay, in I have to tell that. you something. Yeah. I have two comments. First mm-hmm. of all, um, we just got a message from Tammy and she said, Thanks to Coco. I was so anxious. I was an anxious mess watching Prey and I kept worrying about Coco and it made me feel better. Oh, knowing yes. about her but backstory. This, about Lewis Hamilton, what you're missing is one of the biggest, biggest uh, trends besides pickleball is Formula One car racing. And the TV show, Formula One, on Netflix is huge. So Formula One has this huge audience that we're not a part of, but I've got quite a few friends who are. And so I think they're tapping into that. I mean, he's a a big deal. Formula One's a big deal. Maybe, but what I'm saying is that (laughs) the September issue for any magazine is supposed to be the one that people will pick up on the newsstands that will be your big seller. They could have had Michelle Yeoh, and I appreciate that they're putting a person of color because very often it has been some white Hollywood actress who gets the cover. But Michelle Yeoh, whose movie Everything Everywhere All at Once made a ton of money. People are loving. She's amazing. She was a big star this summer. There's all kinds of people. I'm just saying that... um, you have had problems with this new. It's just a strange issue. Mm-hmm. Like they could have had a whole thing in here on Lewis Hamilton. I'm not opposed to that, having his story. But here's the stories on Vanity Fair September. Rachel Maddow's Big Gamble, the Supreme Court's War on Democracy, the Bitcoin Bonnie and Clyde, Joan Didion's Best Frenemy, and 
the Formula One superstar looks at. I mean, <laughs> I just Holly, Holly, oh, Holly. Sorry. The disappointment is And were you? I think Holly, you were working with us the day that they did the brown cover. Oh the yes, brown, um, they used the color, the colors on the cover. Jo- like baby poop. It yeah. was like a February so issue. So Lori really takes <laughs> no. She really takes offense when they don't produce. Yeah, yeah. the Martian motorcycle yes. scene yeah. with Eddie Murphy, Jennifer Lopez. And I don't even remember the. Was there a third person? Remember that? Yeah. Yes. I don't remember. I don't remember either. But I mean, I don't know. I guess I just think, okay, okay, Vanity Fair. I guess Radika does not want to keep that editor job for too long because (laughs) I cannot. And and I I cannot. I cannot. Disappointed from month to month. Yeah. I just. I don't know. I just don't know if Lewis Hamilton is going to sell a lot of Vanity Fair. Uh, They're going to find out magazines for a September issue, you know, like when somebody of Hollywood, like if Michelle Yeoh, like she would be great to have on that cover. I I agree. And people would have picked it up. I agree. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. There's a reason why, you know, the Formula One magazines have all gone out of business. There's just not that big of a magazine market for the race car drivers. Even if you are a superstar, no. and he is a very good-looking man, right? Oh, you're so funny. He could have. He would have been a good one for October issue. I just am worried Vanity Fair is going to cease printing a publication <laughs> because they this editor right, cannot get go. it right. It's time for randoms. We'll, we'll be right back. You know, I saw this story the other day. Did you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if. And now, Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. Okay, so here is a big, a big deal, guys. Um, and we'll I'm, be the judge of that. All right. Well, I'm. <laughs> this is one. You know, Girl Scout introduces all these new cookie flavors. Right. I like. Ah, and I know you're not going to like this one because you were in a pie eating contest and you don't like raspberries. No cherries. Or cherries, but cherries. you do you like the flavor of a raspberry. How I you, hate how fuzzy and seedy they are. Oh, but ra- do you like raspberry flavoring, Holly? Yes. I do, do too. All so right. this is not going to be fuzzy or seedy because <laughs> okay. it's in a cookie. So this is the new cookie, and they took it from inspiration from Thin Meats, which Thin, thin Mints. Yes, Thin Meats is the really thin not meat. my favorite. <laughs> I, I really, well, finely sliced roast beef. Okay, so anyway, it's a raspberry rally. And what it is, Ooh. is it's a thin, crispy chocolate cookie infused with raspberry flavor and dipped in chocolate coating that sounds good and it frozen it even sounds better to me Mm. i mean crumpled on crumpled on ice ice cream cream. vanilla bean ice cream Mm -hmm. score score i think they're gonna do very well because it has the chocolate chocolate coating over it i think that's why the thin mint is so exceptionally good because it just has that light chocolate coating yes and we don't. It's a satisfying crunch. It is a satisfying mm-hmm. crunch. So when the Girl Scout cookies start for sale, which feels like it's a year-round thing now, mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know. even know when it's going to be. It's usually in February. I the think. Raspberry mm-hmm. Rally it sounds very decadent for yeah, Girl does. Scout cookies. I love it. I think that one's going to be good. Okay, so this is something that I, you know, we've been talking a lot about streaming services and everything. Everyone's blending with everybody else, and I here's a new one. Paramount Plus is joining Walmart Plus. Oh, so if you sign up for Walmart Plus, plus, you get which Paramount is like free plus. shipping, no mm-hmm. minimum order at Walmart, mm-hmm. free delivery, ten cent off per gallon of gas at Mobile and Exxon's, and mm-hmm. access to Sam's Club gas stations. Yeah, 
Um, they're going to be bundled. Do you think 16 million people subscribe already to Walmart Plus? Do you think that that's yeah, a good I, bundle? Well, yeah, I think so. I think so. so you're I, mean, gonna, get... I feel like they're kind of going after Prime, you know? Yes. Yeah, because Prime sure. has the video component and the, you know, Amazon part. Yeah. And when I got my phone last year, I mean, I got like Apple Plus for free for a year. For, yeah, I got like. Three streaming services with my... You did. I and did. then I went and asked for it when I got mine. I'm sorry, miss. It was, you missed oh, the window. You have to play double. Oh, you missed no. the window. You have to play double so, and, and your new service doesn't work up north. <laughs> Surprise! Well, oh, well. So I think that's kind of a, a going to be a win there. I mean, everyone's going to... Who's going to land at the end of the day? CBS, ABC, and NBC. <laughs> I wish these streaming services would team up with them. Yeah. Um, for the first time ever, Nielsen is going to, it's only, I think, I think it's going to be the first year ever where Thursday night football, which is the number one watched show on television mm-hmm. always, is going to be, Nielsen is going to um, do ratings because it's going to only be on Amazon Prime. And Amazon, you know, streaming. Oh, it's not going to be on no. TV? On, on nope. network television? Nope. Boy. How who about, lost that one? What what network lost that uh, Thursday night? Who knows? But how about that? It has no impact on me whatsoever. Well, I know yeah. that, but it you know for people. I who didn't liked, even know there was Thursday night football. To be there honest, is, there's with you. Sunday I just night, it was there's Sunday, Thursday Monday. night, there's Monday. That's overkill. That's too I much love football. You. <laughs> that is I would, too much football. I would agree, Lori. Mm-hmm. I would agree with you on that one. Um, this one made me laugh because it made me think of you. 44% of us have lied or told someone their ugly baby was cute. But you didn't even lie. So you win. No. That was what would you say? Oh. oh, you have a baby is what you say to somebody who has a baby that's kind of homely. Oh. And you don't know what to say. Oh, oh you have a baby. baby. Oh, look at your instead baby. Of, instead of, oh, it's You're... so cute. We worked on this. Yeah. Well, I oh. told somebody that their baby looked like Don Rickles once, and that was a term of endearment. For you, but I bet the parent was just <laughs> what like, What did the parent say? Was it your sister, I hope? Don who? What? Don right. who was, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. People don't like it. People don't want to hear their baby. No, I, you're not uh-huh. going to say, Mm-mm. you know. 25,000 Americans, have. Mm-hmm. we all lie. Yeah. We all lie. But basically, oh, it's a baby. You have a, mm-hmm. you have your baby. Oh, well, oh. now you know when yeah, somebody no. says yeah, that you, you have that. a baby. Mm-hmm. Well, I know, right? Right? I want to give a shout well, out. Well, you got to admit, your baby looked like a sock monkey. No, he didn't. I would never admit anything. I had a little preemie who was really fuzzy, which babies sock are. Monkey. No, I'm not going to. You can't you, say that. Don't okay. say that. All right. He knows. I've told him. Oh, gosh. Yeah. So I told him that. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts.
I said, look at how well you've grown into yourself. Um, <laughs> that's another almost compliment, but a back slap. Um, AARP tomorrow, you know, um, AARP in Minnesota has, they're opening their first outdoor fitness park in St. Paul, the Haley Q Brown Community Center, which is like in Cathedral Hill area. Mm-hmm. And their celebration tomorrow is from noon to two. And FitLot is going to offer free workout classes. It's kind of the first they, um, AARP has made it their goal to, um, set up 53 of these outdoor fitness um, stations in yeah. the country. And so they're really excited about it, but they're going to have, you know, food and beverages and a celebration tomorrow. If you are in St. Paul, um, that'd be kind of something fun yeah. to go by. We did a, we saw our first like outdoor fitness thing. It was an outdoor elliptical when we went to Iceland, probably eight, 10 years ago. How long ago was well, that? It wasn't that long ago. It might've been 2015. So yeah, and it was an outdoor elliptical at a watch that you would look. It was an outlook tower where you would look into the telescope, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then it had an outdoor elliptical right in front of it. That was I you could injure that. yourself doing both of those. You things could at, at the same, same time, time yeah. choose one or the choose other. One or the other. <laughs> Very hard to elliptical while looking through I, a telescope. I would agree. I would mm-hmm. agree. Um, it's National Rum Day or Tell a Joke Day. Telling a joke is a risky thing. Yeah, not not. Don't ever say this is really funny. No, I know. That's like, mm-mm, mm-mm. you can't do it. Yeah. Do you think you can tell when someone's lying? Um, well, well, you think it's when they don't make eye contact. Who were we just talking about last week? Well, there's, you know, people have obvious tells when they're yes. lying. They close their eyes. Madonna. Madonna. <laughs> She had her eyes closed for many of her stories with Holly, Jamie did Fallon. You, did you see her? Did you see that awkward? Well, uh, yeah, I saw her talking about her grill. Her grill. She mm-hmm. sounded like a five-year-old. I got myself, but I just was no, like so the, mad. La, tell me if you think I'm lesbian. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you don't look. that you, you Your eyes dart around. Um, you know, people poke out their tongue oh. right before they're going to lie. Huh. Mm-hmm. People well, that's will a- do, you know, they'll touch their nose or their face. Some people tell, you know, they'll touch their ear, play with their, their earring. Ear. Or like their- moms always get very good. Moms and dads get very good at their kids' tells oh, for fibbing. Yeah. But, you know, because like Apparently you can- we tell four lies a day. This is a study of death. I'm surprised oh, it it's not more. <laughs> I've already lied four times in the last 20 minutes. I did not mean that when I said that about your son being a sock monkey. I'm glad. Yeah. Goodbye. The song that people are singing in their heads as they're shopping Yeezy at the Gap stores, because apparently in New York City, Kanye got mad when he saw the Yeezy clothes on Gap hangers, and he insisted that they all be piled up into big trash bags. What are you and talking about, Lori? It's at Gap. There's photos of it. They won't help you find your size. You just have to dig through the garbage bags to find. I can't think easy. of anything worse. It's uh-huh. art. That no, he is. <laughs> gosh, he will do anything he, to be weird and make. And a Kanye headline. said he was inspired by the homeless who do oh! cart ar- around their belongings very often in big hefty trash bags. Okay, that is so rude, isn't it? Okay. It's easy gap as hell for the employees already. They First just, of all, I already thought, oh, the, he is. They're thrifting. They're going digging through bags. So that, that story will me... be everywhere tomorrow. Okay. Mm-hmm.
He literally used to work at the Gap, so he knows what he's doing to these employees. <laughs> no, he did used to work at the Gap. Uh-huh. There's nothing more terrible than people are going to yell at you that they have to find their size in a trash bag. You got to see the pictures. You can't believe it. Where I mean, they? it's just going to be hell. Just can just put in Yeezy Gap, and you'll see yeah. the. Um, why would he make their life harder? He had a whole song about how much he oh, hated gosh, working at the gas. That just looks horrible. Doesn't that it? That is just... And they just tell okay. you, you got to find your own okay, size. Okay, it's like the luck. largest duffel... Okay, that just looks... Yeah. That's Kanye's idea, because he's inspired. Yeah, I bet him. those sweatshirts are probably retailing for $1 to $200. I know, but that... Okay. Mm-hmm. I I think people should just protest and not buy him. Why, why do people follow him? Uh, it's wild what they let him get away I, with. I, people I, let him get away with. I mean, the Gap jackets and the Easy Boots are ugly. I'm sorry. They are. Oh. Okay. So, something yes. else that went viral this weekend at... Never gone to a concert here. Both my sisters and my brother love going to the Gorge in Washington State. Yes. It's supposed to be fabulous. It's like their Ravina or, or Red Rocks, Red Rocks, Red Rocks or, West, or now our Wait Park, which right. we I've heard very good things about by St. Cloud. But uh, the chicks were at the Gorge last weekend, and Natalie Maines told the audience, she said, "We lost a worldwide sweetheart last week, Olivia Newton-John." I thought it was Olivia Newton-John from like 4 to 12, and then I just wished I was Olivia Newton-John. Okay. Mike Zico, I think his name is, Texas uh, Blues, like think, uh, just, you know. We re- heard about him when. Mike the- Zico. Yes. Anyway, he, he did a cover, uh, and it, very bluesy, of Little Red Corvette. I've oh, never, in that. 33 years of blues festivaling, the, I've never heard any blues artist cover a Prince song. Hello, you're in Minnesota. And, and then uh, the Zydeco band did um, a cover of Miss You and Beasts of Burden. And then Ruthie Foster on on Saturday night, she did a bluesy, poetic, amazing cover of If I Had a Hammer, written by Pete Seeger, which that song has never... I mean, I've always known it's about injustice and because it's in the lyrics, but mm-hmm. I never felt it I like I... I never yeah. felt it like hearing Ruthie sing the words. And then she also did an incredible cover of a Patty Griffin song. So, yeah, we all were like more covers. I, Every band should do one or two covers. At least it's such a crowd pleaser. And that's why I think uh, Keith, Keith Urban, Urban has, he does four or five covers oh, every amazing. show. So what covers does Keith Urban do? Oh, he'll do, he mixes them up. He mixes them up. He'll do Don't Stop Believing. Yes. You know, he all over the place. He kind of but covers really music. He likes fun. Johnny Cash. Yep. So we love covers. Mm-hmm. This is like our sweet spot. Holly. It just feels good. And yep. uh, when I saw St. Smalls on Thursday night at the Turf Club, you never saw me come out of the bathroom so fast when they started covering Wet Leg Chase Lounge. Well, speaking of wet leg, run yeah. out of the bathroom. Yeah, right, <laughs> exactly. I, oh, Holly. First like, of all, I oh, my God, I know this cover. I, this, I love like, this song. You had four nights of music. I had music four nights of music. Yeah. How did Casey handle it? Casey <laughs> does not. That's a lot. That's too that That's my, too much for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, on Friday night, it was so cold. We listened to Can Heat. They played, luckily, their two big songs, Going Up Country or whatever. They played them early on, like like the first and the fourth song. That's nice of and them. And then our friends looked at us and said, should we go to Grandma's and get onion rings and cream of wild rice soup? And we're like, yes. Because it, it was so cold. It was so yeah. cold at the Bayfront. So, 
I kind of love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we got out of the out of the cold. But yeah, the chicks. That's a great cover. And then Kelly Clarkson. This mm-hmm. is kind of uh, fun news. If you think you're a great singer, and you would like, she is going to. She's transformed her tour bus into a karaoke soundstage, and people are trying out. They're singing a virtual duet uh, with her on TikTok. They're, you're singing since you've been gone, and. Uh, in New York on August 21st and 23rd, Chicago, that's the closest one here, Navy Pier, August 27th from 12 noon to 7 p.m. If you want to try out, and they are going to play some of these performances on the new season. That's a, that's a great idea. Is, and then yes. Dallas and L.A. So, that's a great season. Yeah, I mean, so, what a great idea. She's so lovely. She is. She is. And since you've been gone, won Best Female Pop Vocal at the Grammys in 2006. And all the standout performances will be featured on season four that, way, that week. And so, um, of course, there's a new um the ep that was the six full-length covers that she did that was released so and the show's renewed through 2023 who would have thought you know when she started when we heard kelly carlson clarkson excuse me is getting a talk show all those years ago and she wins she's won the daytime emmy award two years in a row i mean she's infectious she's very good yeah she's taken to the format super well yeah she really has and then kelly never got it you'd think katie kirk would have got it but how kelly you know yeah but you know you want an everyday girlfriend in the afternoon julia you don't want really someone talking at At you you. Mm -hmm. do you guys since i haven't had a chance to catch up do you think that drew barrymore has improved in her daytime talk show she has but the audience hasn't come to her i mean she added ross matthews he's on her show and he doesn't like to be called the intern anymore even though that's how he got his start on jay leno and she does she has some she has some very good uh, segments and stuff, and she gets, you know, her famous friends and everything. But I don't know that that audience has grown more than the half a million. So I don't know how long CBS will keep producing that because it's in New York and, yeah. you know, Union Crew and all of that. Right. But she's she's not as... She was so... Um, you couldn't it, stand her. No, it made me anxious. Yes, it She did. was so frantic mm-hmm. and excited and overly gushing and now she's relaxed into the show but she's not a sure fit like uh kelly clarkson i'll be interested to see how um jennifer hudson i think she is going to to me i feel like she's going to do well but i guess it all depends on who's producing her and what right the vision for the show is Mm -hmm. yeah it's lightning in a bottle having a successful daytime talk show yeah yeah Mm-hmm. That's what uh, a consultant said about Julie and I on Ooh. our first year there to our boss. These these girls, I don't know what they're doing, but they're lightning in a bottle. There you go. And I'm like, that's our bumper sticker. Hey! Lightning in a bottle. Just try and <laughs> But yeah, you don't know what the chemistry will be. And of course, I'd love to see Jennifer Hudson incorporate some kind of a singing thing. I hope she's not going to be sensitive about, you know, the karaoke thing, but. Maybe she closes her show with a favorite cover in the middle of her show. I mean, I want to hear her sing. Like well, we right. do. But and I... Kelly only sings, you know. The way she does this karaoke, her band and her singers 
perform it. And she just comes in and reads her. They only do two minutes of the song and it's up on a thing. She trusts them to arrange it to her voice. So she's very often, that's her Going first line thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Singing that. She's... So maybe Jennifer Hudson, if I'm producing for her, I'm thinking she does a storytelling thing around a song and I don't know, but I want to be able to hear Jennifer Hudson sing every damn day on her show. That's just my little wish. We'll see. Just my little wish. All right, Mm -hmm. listen, um, when we come back, we are going to Hollywood speak a few different things, including welcome to the Red Flag District. (laughs) So what are you trying to say? Hollywood! Hollywood speaking! What is the meaning of this? All right. Okay, Julia, Hollywood speak on The Bachelorette last night. Um, It's just a week before Hometowns, and Jesse Palmer approaches the two bachelorettes, Rachel and Gabby, drinking their lattes at a table in Amsterdam. Is I that just, where they are now? I well, missed they're last on night. The, they're on uh, the virgin yeah. ship, okay? The so they're not staying any place fun. Yeah. You know, um, so anyway, and, uh, you know, how's the whole thing going? Jesse asked the women what should be a routine question. And he says, with hometowns next week, how does that make you feel? And Gabby, in her sexy ghost voice, Nauseous. Nauseous, she says. She did not. She did? Because she she should feel nauseous. We've been watching this damn show for six weeks, and we don't know one guy's name. You're right. And every every cocktail party gets canceled, and they're two weeks away from potentially being engaged because hometowns. This accelerated timeline with two bachelorettes has been a disaster. They've... They've cut the amount of time in half we have with the, with the protestants. Well, right. If you will. Okay, so... Um, it I feels will, like they spent 10 minutes with, you, with each dude. Yeah, you don't get to know anybody. No. Didn't someone go home last night? Oh, we're down to... Gabby has three guys and Rachel has four men remaining as they head into hometown date. Okay. And yeah, Gabby's speaking voice, sexy ghost voice. It's... It's something. It's nasal. It, it's nasal. It's something. It's nasal. Let's call it the sexy ghost voice or not. But I don't know where the ghost comes in. It's just a, it's like a um, cause a dental never, procedure voice. I, I, don't, I don't know. know. Where does I this don't start? know. But I well, I just they're one week away from meeting families. Did you watch the whole thing? I did, and the okay, only good see? thing was the Amsterdam. But I fast forwarded through All a lot. Right, the fine. good thing was in Amsterdam. They had a lady, like, I don't know if she was a dominatrix or a sex worker, right. but they had to ask her sex questions, sex questions, and, and uh, you know, uh, Rachel got to wear some thigh-high boots and puts drip hot wax on people, and they had to answer questions. That was kind of fun. Okay. You know, that's... That was that's the part I like. There's a lot of red flags going on. That how to build a sex room TV show with that lady from London. Did you ever watch more of that? Yes, it's fun because they take them on these little adventures, and it's kind of more fun because the lady has such a great personality. Bottom line is though, we don't know any of these guys' names. Not one. Maybe this is a better way to do it no. because then we don't get attached. No. All right, fine. I, I, I think this is an experiment that won't happen again. Oh, over ever, at ever, ever, ever. Okay, Kim Zolciak about her daughter getting That's arrested what? for a DUI. She says this. <laughs> she was cooperative <laughs> and honest. I thought, then I thought I read, well, that means that she did the breathalyzer 
and she said how much she drank. But I think she said she didn't drink anything. Um, I thought, well, she here she said my daughter admitted she consumed marijuana the day before. I've never in my life heard anyone. I'm Bradley Trainer and I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Consuming it? Consuming marijuana, okay? Yeah. Um, so, well, this I was... suppose if it's... Um, Listen, this Brownies. is... Yeah. Mm-hmm, that, thank you. I was thinking the same thing, Josh. Yeah. But still, you... Um, you know, I think this is setting up a defense. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There you go. She consumed it the day before. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's got nothing to do with exactly. today. Okay. Joe Jonas admits to getting injectables in his face. Quote, unquote, we're all getting older. He's 33. Uh, you know why I like this is why not? You know, it's the truth. Don't you think 33 is a little young? People are doing it at 20. It's all of it's, this is way too 33 young. 33 is the new 63. Is that? I don't know. Oh, about my gosh. That. No, but Lori, everyone's young. But Lori, kids are getting Botox for the worry of wrinkles at 22. Now, people are doing things at a crazy what? young age. That's that's crazy. No, I because agree. What? But you and I know people who have talked about this. Well, they've talked about it, but they haven't had money for it. Usually when you're <laughs> 20s and 30s, true. you don't have mo- money to like put Botox in That's your true. face. You're like, I could go on a trip for this. <laughs> That's true. Okay, Mariah Carey's move to trademark Queen of Christmas angers fellow holiday music singers Darlene Love and Elizabeth Chan. Why do you have to trademark it? You already make the most money off your song out of anyone in the world. She registered for the Queen of Christmas. And Darlene Love isn't having it. She said this. Darlene Love said, um, she's 81 years old, and Darlene Love said, I can't believe Mariah Carey's trademarking, trying to trademark Queen of Christmas. What does that mean? That I can't use that title? David Letterman officially declared me the Queen of Christmas 29 years ago. A year before Mariah released All I Want for Christmas is You. And at 81 years of age, I'm not changing anything. I've been in this business for 52 years. have earned it. I can hit those notes. If Mariah has a problem, she can call David or my lawyer. And she always went on Letterman. And now she goes on other yep. people's if, uh, ba- yep. Baby Please Come Home for Christmas. Mm-hmm. And then there's this other lady. Who I've never heard of. Well, Elizabeth, Elizabeth Chan. Chan. She's called, All she does is ex- do Christmas music every year. She even released an album called Queen of Christmas. I don't know. She's trying to uh, trademark this and with clothing, liquor, masks, dog collars. If you knit a Queen of Christmas sweater, you should be able to sell it on Etsy. <laughs> it should not be something that um, <laughs> Mariah owns the Queen of Christmas. Yeah, I, I get I'm I exhausted with people trying to trademark common things. I think it's wrong. Yeah. Trademark a company name or something like that. We don't need you to trademark your children's name. We don't need you to trademark common names like Ua or whatever Ohio State. Just yeah, you yeah. know it the I the trademark the. I think she's going to have an uphill battle All to right. get this. I'm sick of this. I think this is so ego driven. I'm okay. sick of it. All I don't right. like these people that do that. 
Um, Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox, the speculation is everywhere that uh, these two have broken up. In fact, there was a blind item last week that a split announcement between the three named rapper singer and the actress is imminent. You talked about this. You said this. We haven't seen them together at all. They, well, they haven't been on each other's Instagram, Mm-mm. which and we know it can be a sign after they've been the star in each other's Instas. They've done nothing publicly since his documentary, Life in Pink, and he is out on tour right now. Yes, he is. I think they they seemed exhausting to me from the beginning. Yeah, I remember when she said they got engaged and she wrote on her Instagram, I went and looked at it, somehow a year and a half later, having walked through hell together, and having laughed more than I ever imagined possible, he asked me to marry him. Right there, that statement, all kinds of red flags. The year walk, from hell? Walk through hell together? Yeah. In your first year of dating? Uh-huh. That sounds horrible. It why? People would ask why. Why? Here's, Lori, I just, they were, the they were intoxicated off of love yeah. and the karma. Yeah. Well, this is always, you know, this is always the way it is, you mm-hmm. know. Uh he, and then we drank in, each other's blood. Yes, they seem intense, like they would wear each other out. Yeah. Because they both seem so needy. Yes. I think that whole relationship just feels needy. You know, when Travis Barker and um, Courtney, they didn't feel as needy to me. You know, they no. they felt more in love. I mean, these two just well, feel... I remember, know. you know, yep. she leaves Brian Austin yeah. Green. She's in Machine Gun Kelly's video. I mean, you know, she's... Machine Gun Kelly has always felt like a bridge to for you. Megan Fox. Right, right. To me. Right. Because she's not gotten out there and dated. I mean, um, Courtney was single. For a long time. Yep. A long time. Yep, yep. And Travis was a guy that she's known for a long time. Right. And been a family friend right. or whatever. So... Um, okay, so I don't think this would surprise anyone. Uh, fans are calling out the double standards on Tommy Lee and Britney Spears nudes. Why does everyone um, clutch their pearls when Britney does her little nudes and then Tommy Lee does it? And they're like, oh, yeah, dude. Whoa, wow. First of all, Britney's aren't totally nude because she always is covering her nipples yeah. or her private. Yeah. Um, I think that whole Tommy Lee thing is just because he can't draw them anymore. <laughs> It's just a red herring. Josh was at that concert. He couldn't uh, tell. Couldn't Josh. hear it. Couldn't hear it. Couldn't was it terrible? Tell. Well, you were on the. It del- wasn't terrible, but like I, I think I saw that more than I did his drumming. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Ugh. <laughs> yeah, Poor Josh. Says it all. I know it. All right, we're gonna take a quick break. This is my tech. We're always streaming. You can download the app. There's great prizes this month. We'll be right back.